0: Hey, I'm Chrissy. And I'm Carrie. And welcome to Status, Status Macabre. Macabre.
1: So glad to have you guys listening. Yes, we are. And we just, well, we recently got back from Key West. Unfortunately. Um, we already miss it, and we have already planned our next trip back.
0: Whoop, whoop,
1: so the mini session that we brought to you from the graveyard in Key West, we will likely have... We're going to have another one. Another one.
0: There's so, there's so much evil and nastiness Gosh. and craziness down there. We didn't even... Scratch the surface. We didn't even
1: nick the surface. Yeah, I know. So And there was so much to choose from.
0: Yeah, so yeah. All, everything we didn't choose, we're going to go back and talk about... Yeah. next time so
1: a lot of the stuff we didn't
0: choose. so you're gonna know like Key West is our favorite but yeah, eventually we'll go other places yeah so, speaking of okay. which
1: uh, yeah so I wanna I wanna give a shout out to Tara from Falls River in Massachusetts we I know Woo-hoo. Yeah. hey Tara hey Tara thank you so much for your for your email we loved it and we're so excited that you are enjoying our podcast and thank you for the tip
0: yeah we are planning a trip up to uh, Falls River, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to spend the night in we're in the Ben Breakfast Lizzie Borden in Bend the Breakfast. Lizzie Borden House. Yeah. Yes, we are. So um, we are going to have an awesome podcast um, on that eventually <sighs> here here coming up um, probably in a couple months. Uh, we're planning our trip, so um, yeah. just want to say thank you for reaching out, and uh, for those of you who haven't, please reach out. Uh, we love uh, talking. <laughs> to anyone right? That, that's So talk don't, to us
1: don't leave us alone with the wall because you know we'll who knows what's? i'll talk to a freaking chair i know same, <laughs> same but we definitely wanted to to say thank you tara we really appreciate the the positive energy and the good vibes and all the support definitely appreciate it yes thanks and we and we do have to be careful because we said right two ish episodes ago in the beginning that, Hey, we're going to be traveling to these places and we are planning, we have something planned. We've traveled every, what's well, only been two months, right? Right. But we've traveled every month and we're traveling next month and yep. then we're planning on traveling
0: the following in May. month. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So you guys give us your, um, suggestions and where the locations are and, We'll book the trip because yeah. we aren't afraid to go anywhere. Give us
1: the give us the stuff that you know you maybe maybe not everybody knows about.
0: I know that's what is exciting to me. I love you know our first episode was Heather Elvis and you know there's a lot of folks that didn't know anything about Heather Elvis and so I'm I was happy to you know get that um out there in the open um so you know somebody somewhere knows something. Um, and so I, I really hope that we can reach folks uh, far and wide uh, with these cases. And even if it's been solved, you know I, I I think some of these cases are just worth retelling,
1: right? but I I don't Heather Ellis, as far as I'm concerned, was not solved.
0: Yeah, no, it's still unsolved in my book.
1: Yeah, so it was a great story and I hadn't heard about it until you mentioned
0: it. Yeah, it's it, just a you know, craziness. Local. The psychos involved, <laughs> just, yeah. and, and just the story itself—it just seems it's really like um, the truth is crazier than fiction. The truth is is even more
1: unbelievable. I I can believe things that I see on a sci-fi movie before I can believe some of the shit that we've talked about
0: that Agreed. has happened. It's like yeah. what? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. It blows my freaking mind. It's a, uh, it's it is
1: definitely um very interesting. So,
0: but, um, so we definitely, again, please reach out to us, yes. um, via email, um, at, we're at status macabre at status yep. Um, also, uh, we're on all social media handles, Facebook, um, Twitter, yep. Instagram. And, and Instagram. So please reach out to us. We are wanting to hear you guys, um, suggestions cause you know, we'll, we'll get fresh out eventually. I'm sure we want something new, something yep. we had that hasn't been covered. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, let's talk about this week's episode.
1: Well, yeah. So first I want to just go ahead and put our disclaimer out there. We, I think we, well, we definitely decided we're going to go ahead and put this disclaimer out there every time. For every time. Just in case. Every single time. <laughs> um, And we do have an episode coming up where we will probably have this disclaimer several times yeah. during our podcast. It is not going to be good. So tune in for that. But, uh, you know, listener discretion is advised. Some content that we will be discussing may not be suitable for small children and may not be suitable for some adults. So take that into consideration, you know, when, yeah. when you listen to us. With that being
0: said, let's talk about H.H. H. Holmes. Let's talk about Herman Webster Mudgett. That is the worst name ever. <laughs> Just say Mudgett. So
1: um, I, uh, Herman, okay. Webster, middle name, last
0: name, Mudgett, Herman. And sorry for anybody whose last name is Mudgett. Oh, or Herman just, or Webster. I, I know, gosh. <laughs> so I mean, just all three of those together is just—it's yeah, it's it's—that's a bad combination. No offense. Not,
1: yeah, it's it's not. But it was also the the mid 1800s when he was born. So mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe that was the cool name back then. Oh, that's you know, fair. Maybe that was the what's the cool name now? Connor? I don't I'm Emma. Emma. Yep. Maddie. Yep. Whatever. Maybe that was it. Oh yeah, that was like the top ten. That was the
0: top 10. best names, best baby names in the 1800s. <laughs> Herman. So maybe
1: some sort of family name, right? But um, you know, of course, Herman Webster Mudgett was better known as Dr. Henry Howard Holmes, or more famously known as H. H. Holmes. Um, he was an American serial killer. Now, I. I read in several different sources because a lot of sources said this is the first American serial killer. Well, there's, you know, I, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I feel like there's probably there's, some before there that. Were, there was one. Like Albert Fish.
1: Yeah, there was one blog and Maybe he's where... 1900, though. I don't well, there was one blog that I read where people were just losing their minds. They hated that he was, you know, the, dubbed, first. the, the first American serial <laughs> killer. So that's debatable. I'm not, you know, I'm not staking a flag in that right now, right. but I'm just saying. So on May 16th in 1861, H.H. H. Holmes was born, of course, as we said, Herman Webster Mudgett. Now, he was born in a small town in New Hampshire called Gilmanton. To a Levi Horton Mudgett and Theodate Page Price.
0: Not Theodore, but Theodate. Theodate.
1: Now I have officially never heard. I've not of either. A Theodate ever. No. So, but for for the short time that we're going to be talking about his parents, it's going to be mom and dad.
0: Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> just
1: going to just going to cut right to the chase on that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many names. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, trim the fat. Let's just get right to the nitty gritty. Yeah. Mom and dad it
0: is.
1: (laughs) At the time, Gilmanton was a small, isolated town close to Concord, New Hampshire, you know, about 20 miles away. And in the 50s, it became well known after it was rumored that the popular novel Peyton's Place was Mm -hmm. based on this town. Not that H.H. Holmes was born in this town. Right. But Peyton's Place. Now I haven't read the novel.
0: I was going to say I, I'm sorry. Just but let me tell explain.
1: you. Now I want to read this book. Explicate. So <laughs> so it describes how three women are forced to kind of come into terms with their identity and their sexuality. Oh, was yeah. this like
0: a movie too?
1: It I think it was either a movie or a series or something, but okay. it, it was. So that sounds it, familiar. Know, they're in this small, conservative, gossipy New England town. Mm-hmm. They have the reoccurring hypocrisy themes, mm-hmm. the class privileges. It includes incest, abortion, adultery, oh lust, murder, all the stuff that we
0: love, right? Right. And <laughs> uh, wait, let's let's clarify. We like to we like to dissect as to why people do those things. We don't we don't love those. <laughs> things. I love reading
1: about those yeah, things. Yeah, that's I fair. love understanding, I just wanna,
0: right? But to what me, i like, by? I almost went and
1: like downloaded from Amazon the Peyton's the, Place novel.
0: Okay. But yeah, I'm sold. definitely gonna write that one down. Yeah, yeah.
1: It sold for Book Club, right? We did that for Book Club. Yeah, right. 60,000 copies within the first 10 days of its release. And it was oh, on shit. the New York Best Times Sellers list for 59 weeks in a row. So this was... Wow, that's 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 pretty successful. Right. We're going to have this book read by next weekend.
0: I, I know. <laughs> we're going to be like, did you call it in sick? Right. Call it in I'm sorry. So, so at the
1: time, Gilmanton clearly was a small town, and even today, the population is still pretty small, roughly about 3,800 people. And that was in the 2018 census. A.J. H. H. Holmes was born the third child. So, he was the third child. It was Ellen. Arthur Holmes and his younger brother Henry. His father was a successful farmer and his mother, prior to marriage, was a school teacher.
0: Okay, so Theodette. Theodate. Date, my bad. So some? that's the mom. Yep. I don't know why I was thinking that was a woman. Maybe that's why. I... Okay, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, <laughs> Levi, dad, <laughs>
1: successful farmer. Yep. Theodate, mom, school teacher prior to getting married. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And, and both parents were considered devout Methodists mm-hmm. and religiously strict, and they commanded total obedience from their kids. Now, this isn't just homes, right? Mm-hmm. It was all of the kids. They were all... Little soldiers, it sounds like. They, yeah, they were. And, and the parents really worked hard as a team. On abusing and neglecting their children. So, wait. Yeah. Do so you, like like get... you like how, I, you I, like like how wrote...
0: I did that? No, no. I, I was waiting for you to go, yeah, they were great parents. They no. worked together. No, they worked hard at abusing. I worked, I worked hard on that one. <laughs> no kid
1: off. was spared. You, you threw me off. Right? See what I did? See what I did there? I like it. I like it. <laughs> um, Levi was a very, very heavy drinker, and Theo was described as extremely emotionally distant, Mm -hmm. and neither one of them, uh, they were just,
0: they didn't have a bond, they didn't have a bond,
1: right, and everything that I read, I can't imagine being in this, in this child, you know, being a child at that time, especially to these parents, Mm -hmm. so they use religion as a disciplinary guide, and some say, and I want to be careful here, right? Because I don't think if you're religious, you're going to abuse your kids. And if you're not religious, you're going to abuse your kids, right? But some sources said that this religion resulted in the abuse that the children dealt with.
0: I don't, you know, yeah, be careful because I I, I used to be Methodist. Um, I actually Sorry. grew up Methodist. And, um, you know, there is a, you know, for, for people who are of the denomination you know, Methodism. It's it's kind of a you know, a do unto others. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's why that's why I said um, doctrine. That. It's not a. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe back then it was a little bit different. And but maybe
1: well, and that's the that's the thing, right? That's some crazy. People are just assholes, whether you're religious or not, <laughs> right? There are just. I some... feel like that's that's absolutely
0: the case here. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I mean, I'm not saying that religion. You, there's a certain you know. It, it takes discipline to be, you know, um, devout. I think, and very. Um, and see, maybe that's it. Yeah. You know,
1: if you if you take the Old Testament, and mm-hmm. I'm not as religious as you are, but if you take the Old Testament and you live by that, like yeah. that,
0: that's a scary
1: freaking. That's a scary breed. world. oh my God. <laughs> fire and bloodstone. Fire, damn damnation. Yeah, I'm I know. Like, agreed. It's yeah. Scary. Like, yeah. where's the disclaimer on that? There is none. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and my so. Yeah. So just take that with a grain of salt. You know, this, this was so, there's no Google now there wasn't Google then, you know, there's no pictures really of, of on the camera that's sitting somewhere on a website. So a lot of this now is unfortunately under speculation and hearsay. Mm -hmm. And if you go out and do some research, whether you read a book, I mean, you can read a book and then go to a website and there could be just a small variance of conflicting information. And that's really what I ran into with homes. Mm -hmm. Um, but definitely trying to, to bring back to you guys what I read yeah. as transparently as possible. Um, you know, so Holmes and his sibling suffered siblings suffered both mental and physical abuse from their, their parents. And again, you know, no one saved these these poor kids. They suffered terribly. They were in prolonged isolation. They were deprived of food. They were forced. This kills me. They were forced to be quiet with kerosone, kerosene-soaked rags over their mouths if they cried. Now, uh-huh. you're not... Now, think about it. Like, at 10, 11, you're probably not crying. I'm thinking infant or toddler stage here. Well, oh, yeah, but so what does
0: that do? I, it do? I, I, Surely that burned the shit out of your lungs. I... I Killed so a couple brain cells in the s- process. Something. Imagine being...
1: If a, if a child... I mean, my kids didn't really cry. I mean, if they, oh, mine did. At ten, God. at ten and after is what I mean. But When oh, I think yeah. about when I think about them like a crying child, oh, I yeah. think about like a toddler. Yeah. Or, or even younger. And so my mind, it's just that filled mean... with all sorts of terrible images of these two terrible people, right? Holding
0: gas soaked rags over their babies' faces. That is horrific and that just burns my lungs thinking about it and i like the way gas smells mm-hmm. i know i'm probably weird but i can't imagine like smelling kerosene on a daily right. basis. <laughs> right, well, and, so, just and, and they suffered incomprehensible
1: uh, from what i understand on a daily basis this oh. was this was a very rigid abusive place to be i feel sorry for the children suffering at the hands physically at the hands of your abusive alcoholic father Mm -hmm. and then your
0: emotionally distant mother mother just and there's no yeah there's nobody to save you yeah nobody nobody how helpless and especially back in like the 1800s i don't know that there was a a whole lot of child protective services you know and that was just kind of the time back then you mm-hmm. beat the shit out of your kids and and then they just yeah i mean thick skin yeah and there was yeah that's awful
1: it's awful it's, awful well and it, it continues to like i i'm just gonna maintain my my mild chill bumps i think through this whole story because holmes not only suffered abuse from his parents but he also was abused at school so the school bullied the there were bullies mm-hmm. at school and the kids in the in the in the neighborhood um Abusing. Was it because
0: of his stature, or, like, did he well, have a Well, he was like
1: considered what, what? to be unusually smart at a young age. Oh. He was also considered to be a little odd and a loner. Oh, okay. So, you so know, So he was an easy was target. Tar- yeah. Yeah. He was, and, you know, he probably, clearly, right, I don't want to say probably, mm-hmm. and again, I'm not a doctor, you guys, but he had some emotional issues. You don't go through that kind of abuse at home and not yeah. have some... Some yeah. issues where you just don't trust, or you can't build sure. relationships with people, you can't right. even trust your own parents who are supposed well, to love you.
0: Yeah, and you know, I just want to be clear here. I know I'm saying I feel sorry for the guy, but it, you know, I feel sorry for him as a kid. I don't, I, I feel like here soon enough, we're not going to feel sorry for this bastard. Well, so, <laughs> and so that's the thing that I kept thinking in my mind you know, again, mm-hmm.
1: more research and education on my part would would need to happen before I could really even speculate but was he born this way did he develop
0: into this a nature versus nurture nurture situation yeah absolutely
1: you know and and that was constantly in my mind while while i was looking at this now now holmes was Deathly afraid of those doctor offices' skeletons, right? You know, the kind that they have on the little hook. Oh, and we yeah. Have, we, I like we anatomy in, for your anatomy yeah, class or whatever. Yeah, we see them in yeah. like ch- chiropractic offices yeah. now. But supposedly, back then, mm-hmm. these were really skeletons of people. Like that, cadavers. Cadaver skeletons mm-hmm. that they put in, I don't know, lime or whatever to get all of the meat and flesh off of them, and then they dried them out and then they, they sold them so now they're plastic right or some sort of uh, i would hope but right, <laughs> yeah. fingers crossed so he he was he was definitely afraid of those skeletons that were in the doctor's offices and so i want to say here again this is a small town so they had a doctor's office it wasn't like you know nowadays you have 35 doctor's offices in a mm-hmm. 10 mile radius you know and you're not just going to randomly walk into one of them but these bullies found out that he was afraid of the skeleton, which was—I don't know how they found out, but—oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is, this is gonna going to go downhill. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, so when they discovered that he feared these skeletons, they forced him into the doctor's office in this in Kilmington, in this small town, mm-hmm. and they forced him to stand in front of the skeleton and stare at it. And while he was doing that, the kids were apparently. Putting the skeleton's hand on his body. So, oh, like, yeah. Torturing him. Right. For him, it would have been Aww. just, just complete torture. And he said that while it was certainly scary at first, he later said the experience exercised him of his fears about death and may have led to his fascination and later his unhealthy obsession.
0: Well, I mean, you think about it, a lot of people, you know, force themselves to you know, face things that they're afraid of to get over it. I mean, think oh, about you in flying. Oh, never mind. I take that back. Yeah, I flying. was going to say, like, think about you and flying. That's And, fair. and yeah. now... I'm much better, right? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I don't even... I, you know, that's a story for another but day. That, but that's,
1: that's a... If, if you guys have ever had, like, a...
0: Full-on like phobia.
1: Full-on phobia where it's unnatural, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense, and you can't stop yourself from, from having this fear, no matter what you do, no matter what you take. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. And so if that was the kind of fear that he had then, and then he was forced.
0: Oh yeah. He's probably obsessed with that now. I mean, I can, I can see how your mind would easily turn. I say easily, but be conditioned to turn yeah. and then just be like, Oh my God, I, I, now I can't stop thinking about it because you've gone from one end of the spectrum to the other end of the spectrum. Yep. And, and it's almost like there's no in between. I don't know that your mind was able to oh, there, adjust. No, it was like to be in the middle. Bam. Yeah. It's like right. taking
1: the, the, the taking bl- the
0: blinders off of yeah. the sun and your eyes are
1: having to adjust. And yeah. you have, I couldn't imagine what that was like for him. But mm-hmm. you know, again, he did say that this potentially could have led May had led to his fascination and you know his unhealthy obsessions. But mm-hmm. I got to be honest with you. Um I, I mean that's no justification for his behavior.
0: No. Later in life
1: it isn't. It isn't. And so, you know, the only way Holmes could escape the abuse of his parents and his bullies was by retreating to the woods around his his father's farms, his father's farm. So, he would often go into the woods and that's where he began dissecting animals or performing you know, surgery, uh, oftentimes, he was super interested in the medical field and the mm-hmm. anatomy, and so he would explore the biology of animals, mm-hmm. and he started on
0: well, reptiles
1: at first, then he moved to, you know, I'm thinking lizards, uh, maybe snakes. snakes, right, Yeah. I don't know that at that time you could get down to the worm, nitty-gritty, right. maybe a frog, is a frog a reptile, or is it, yeah, frogs frog a amphibian. reptile, right? Maybe, but then he, then he moves on. (laughs) Something like that. Cold blooded. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not, I didn't do very well in biology. (laughs) (laughs) So he, he, he's graduating though. He's like, you know what? Let's move on to some warm blooded animals, some squirrels and some rabbits. And then he, you know, he's, he's progressing up to dogs and cats.
0: Well, and you know, that's like one of the key characteristics of a serial killer. Yes, it is. And you know, I think that. And he's in the woods by himself and his parents don't care. Yeah. Well, of course they don't so, care. Just get the hell out. They're beating the hell out of me. So I'm just going to go take out my anger and frustration on something else. And I get that you might be interested in anatomy. Like what makes up, you know, a dog, a cat or whatever. But it just seems like, and I don't know how he killed them, but I can't imagine it was humane. I mean, right. it wasn't like, oh, I found a dead cat. Let me, let me look inside. Well, so, so they were killing them. So uh, it was both. violently. Yeah. He was, if he found something that
1: was dead. He would explore it, but how often does that happen?
0: Yeah, I don't know how many times I've come across a dead cat and been yeah. like, I mean, "Oh, I'm gonna not cut that's it open. not dead in the middle of the road." You know what <laughs> I, mean, I mean? That
1: somebody is already oh god, stop destroyed. But oh my so, god. So as all this was going on, he's developing this this macabre, the sinister yeah. fascination with things that were dead and with things that were alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it was suggested... Suggested but never proven that he did kill a childhood friend at the age of around 11. So, what? Yeah, his friend Tom was a few years older than him, I think right around 15. Holmes was 11. They were exploring an abandoned house. Later, Holmes would recall seeing his friend Tom fall <laughs> off a landing. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I did Google landing because we don't. I don't know, nobody ever says landing, but the top of like a staircase. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. the top of maybe a balcony in an old abandoned house. Yeah. And um, supposedly he recalled seeing him fall. However, people speculated that Holmes was actually standing close enough to to push him.
0: I was gonna, never proven, yeah. but at 11 years old. I mean, you're already killing dead animals, right. Well, alive animals, and then dissecting them and yeah. then dissecting dead animals. In my head, you probably have the propensity to push the hell out of some kid, and I want to see what the hell well, at least is yeah, inside. Yeah. yeah,
1: and so at 11 years old, did his curiosity cause him to commit his first murder? So will we ever know? I think that, you know, I say yes. Yeah. I think
0: I'm he yes.
1: Push that kid right off of the landing. Well, did
0: they say anything about, like, him cutting up the kid? No, it, <laughs> or, there was not was any... Just, like, push. Oh, it was a push. Tommy died.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was not, you know, he didn't, from what I read, he did mm. not go back and try to you know, dissect, dissect him or cut his arm in off in his guts or anything oh, like that. It was God. just... Oh, God, God. <laughs> so, yeah. so, at this point, you know, Holmes is is just limping along. He's going to school. He's still out in those woods, <laughs> dissecting and, and uh, just exploring the biology of animals. Um, But in 1878, towards the end of his teenage years, but while he is still technically in high school, he marries his first wife. Now, her name is Claire, Mm -hmm. Um, but we all know that he marries several women, so it's going to be wife one, wife two, wife three. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, I thought he had multiple wives.
1: Okay, so Claire
0: is wife one, and he was still in high school, so he's close to 18 probably?
1: Yeah. Well okay. well, so he ends up graduating high school a little bit early. So but I'm thinking between sixteen and eighteen is the okay. best that I that I can come up with. But Claire, his first wife, was the daughter of a very wealthy local farmer and her and Holmes had a son together. Now oh. yeah. And unfortunately you don't ever hear about his kids. Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunately for Clara and the son, you know, Holmes really used that marriage as a means for financial gain
0: I feel like okay but she's in high school I mean how is that even yeah, think about the, the 18 18 what kind of money could she have had I
1: <laughs> family money right oh I
0: guess so yeah maybe if her he was, father he was said
1: to be an extremely wealthy local farmer
0: oh okay so yeah. then I could see all right yeah
1: it's all shortly right. after they get married they have the kid the son, Holmes graduates early from high school, and he leaves Clara and his son and enrolls into medical school.
0: So is he just like deuces him out? Or yeah, is he's, he... he he's, 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 he's very
1: charismatic.
0: Now, we've all okay. seen the
1: pictures yeah. and that awesome handlebar mustache. I mean, mustache I, I, ruts. Oh,
0: my gosh. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I couldn't help myself.
1: <laughs> he's not a bad looking guy. He's he's charismatic, you know, he he really has this he looks like he cares, but underneath he's just a uh, dead inside. Yeah, and he's you know he's a bad dude. He's a mudget. Yeah, that's it, right? Yeah, (laughs) I like it. So so he he goes and he enrolls into a small school in Vermont, but then he's actually accepted into the University of of Michigan. Medical school in Ann Arbor, and so that's where. Oh, so that's ends like, up. I mean, that's
0: kind of prestigious. I would. Yeah. I mean, I've heard definitely of definitely <laughs>
1: my small Vermont school, University of Mich- Michigan. Yeah, North I North feel,
0: North feel like that sounds better than the small Vermont school.
1: Yeah, and and of course Holmes is using his wife's family money oh. to pay for his college tuition.
0: I mean, that's great if that's what they decided upon, but it sounds to me it. just because I know who yeah. and how scummy and what a dirt douchebag and this guy is. It's like, yeah, you're using somebody else's money for your own financial gain. Yeah. And, and, you and you can see this ugh.
1: person developing and you can see now I'm not condoning it, but I can see why people are in situations like this all the time. Sure. Right? And they don't. It's turn survival. Right. Yeah. But I, I can see how he's developed into the person that he's developing into. And then of course we already know the end yeah. of the story.
0: Well he knows he can take advantage of people. Exactly. And so he's getting away with it. Exactly. And, and that, so why not?
1: Well and that becomes one of his favorite tactics.
0: He really enjoys
1: swindling women out of their fortune. Um <clears throat> you know, so much so at one point he had I think three other wives in different cities. They didn't know about the other and of course <laughs> We do know from our Key West episode, Francisco Marrero, yeah. if you marry your first wife, and you do not divorce your first wife,
0: <laughs> you might be in
1: trouble later. <laughs> you yeah, might be. that's fair. But, but Holmes didn't care. He yeah. he, he was able to come up with excuses, and he, he, he was a Ted Bundy, I think, right? Because mm-hmm. Ted Bundy looked...
0: Oh, he didn't he look like a serial killer. He didn't oh, look like yeah. a serial killer. Yeah. He
1: looked like he was trustworthy. Mm-hmm. So I think... For me, H.H. H. Holmes really really fits into that. I'm like, yeah. he just reminds me of, you know, because I mean, I looked at the way Ted Bundy talked on some of the videos. Oh, yeah. First, of course, we can't see any videos of H.H. H. Holmes, but right. I kind of put him right there in that league. Smart mm-hmm. and very manipulative. Charismatic. Charismatic. Good looking. Decent looking, looking yeah. for the 1800s. And at that time, yeah. I mean, I bet he was a catch.
0: Oh, I, I feel certain, especially <laughs> when you're that intelligent. You know, I mean, the sign of intelligence yes. is also a sign of wealth. Yeah. You know back then, so it's you know he's well educated. I guarantee you there were some you know he's women funny. out there that were like, I like your mustache. I like your mustache. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and with you know and with each mistress and with with really anything that he found he found himself getting into, mm-hmm. he was able to concoct an elaborate story and explain. Away the situation, whether it was he was leaving a, a fiance, he was leaving a wife, whatever his situation was, you know, mm-hmm. you know he was likable. He was a likable guy.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds like it.
1: So <laughs> here's where, you know, while he was in medical school, he begins to to steal cadavers. And he's selling them to, to study them. He's selling them to dissect them for his own personal. Experiences, but he's also and you you know using them for research. Well, how is he getting the cadavers though? So it's you know cadaver. he's able to cadaver. cadaver. Yeah. Cadaver. Yeah. I had to look at the spelling. It's cadaver. Yeah. It's
0: not cadaver. I feel like that. Oh, that's like cadaver. Good chocolate. <laughs> I was I was like, she's gonna get there. <laughs> it's so early. It's, it's
1: highly unlikely that that would happen nowadays in this society right sure but back then it's like walking into that doctor's office oh can I have that dead guy yeah like um, you know I, I literally imagine him being really close to to the people. Uh, whoever in control of the morgue or wherever they're at in this, yeah. in this social studies or biology yeah. room. And I don't think it's a big, it was very hard for him to go in, walk in and I'd
0: like two dead men well, and a kid. I think he, he was stealing them. You know, he was, he was not, uh, okay, walking in was like and, not ordering it. Yeah. He that, wasn't like, like, Hey, can I have Burger King your way? Yeah. No, he <laughs> I was it. walking.
1: He was right. taking them. He was okay. definitely swindling them. I gotcha. Um, and then also around this time, he was robbing graves and morgues.
0: Oh, that's nice. So yeah. like digging up some some so, like, dead folk.
1: Yeah, and and, Ugh, and for and that's for, a lot of work. Well, for
0: <laughs> one, he was
1: he was stealing them and selling them to back to medical schools, mm-hmm. or he was using them to swindle insurance companies. And so this is really interesting. Like this is where a part of me is like, okay, this guy. For his time, man, he really he was ahead of the he game. He was premeditating this. Oh, I mean, there, oh, yeah. there was a lot of thought that went into this. So mm-hmm. he would con an insurance company by creating a fake name for himself. Mm-hmm. Then he would name Holmes as the beneficiary of a life insurance policy that he took out on this fake person. Then he would disfigure the corpse. Oh my God. And to complete the whole ruse and the scam, so they
0: couldn't say yeah, that that was... Yeah, it would be completely was, unrecognizable. Yeah. And he
1: would take that
0: he corpse... He be identified. ...back, mm-hmm.
1: and that's how he would collect the cash.
0: You know, that's pretty devious. <laughs> that is pretty damn devious. I mean, when you think about it, that is... I mean, it's smart. Absolutely I smart. I hate to say that it's
1: smart, but it's absolutely smart. And he was he was doing this often. He was... These insurance mm-hmm. scams, robbing... Graves stealing corpses. I mean, this was this was rinse and repeat for him. Mm -hmm. This wasn't like a one a one time thing,
0: right? So you know because well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like what is it? The time of I'm sure health is not all that. There's disease and whatnot. So you had probably a lot of folks dying. So it's probably easy to come, you know, upon dead bodies in the in the cemetery. Especially and, if
1: you're in the medical field.
0: Right. Which
1: he was truly fascinated with. Yeah. It's not like you're a project manager in you know, a software, <laughs> know, I'm, software I'm like, company and you're like, yeah. Man, how do I get a hold
0: of some dead bodies? Yeah, I'm not sure how that would work out. And not to (laughs)
1: mention, you know, nowadays you're not going to rob a grave, clearly for a number of reasons. But Mm -hmm. I I guess back then they did not do any embalming when they buried these guys. Sure.
0: And he probably just had coffins, not caskets.
1: Yeah. And so he's walking around looking for some fresh dirt, probably, or reading the paper, trying to figure it out. Yeah, that makes sense. And just like, hey. Yeah. So working in Holmes' favor was of course we talked about it how attractive he was his mysterious side of course that handlebar mustache which i can't say anymore without laughing (laughs) (laughs) and you know and and also on the surface he appeared to be an extremely genuine caring person but when you started peeling those layers back he was a manipulative fraudulent businessman and you know he used his intellect and charm to to scam people, yeah. to to hurt people, mm-hmm. to to kill people. And a part of me, when I was going through this, I teetered on the line between, okay, did he do this for money or did he do this because like he was really sick and he couldn't fight this obsession? And I'm torn between the two because I feel like it's a combination of both because mm-hmm. he collected cash, yep. but he really did, on the sinister
0: side of him, he really did like, well, that was probably just a added benefit. Well, that's the thing. You like, know, I, it's I'm like I'm struggling between. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I think money was attractive. Yeah. And he could satiate, you know, his uh, desires and his sinister thoughts or whatever mm-hmm. by doing this, and and getting that money helped say, okay, I'm gonna do it again and again and again and yep. again and again, and so yep. maybe because that's how he
1: was making his living at yeah. the time.
0: It it almost seems like the two go together. Twofer. Yeah, it, it is a twofer.
1: And and so in my mind I'm trying to think I'm always trying to classify it into yeah. one thing or the other, but there this is so gray. I think it just blends into each other. Yeah. I think for him it, it was it was both. He, he probably would have reasons.
0: killed people, but it probably would not have been as elaborate. I wonder, you know. Yeah. Like
1: if he didn't find out about this obsession in the medical field, if he was just a, I don't know, a bricklayer, or whatever they did back then. Yeah. He, yeah, exactly. He would, yeah. He probably still would have killed those animals mm-hmm. and graduated into killing people in just a different way.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think his intelligence helped to make things so... Yeah. Um. A unique way of killing yeah. is really what you know it came down to, him. And, the, and the scams. You yeah. know, it just it, it was a very he was very smart at what he did. Unlike you've got some dodo brains that are just you know I don't. When well, you think about when you meet somebody like
1: meeting somebody who's smart and awkward is very different than meeting someone who's smart and charismatic. Oh yeah, there is it's a night and day difference, mm-hmm. and charisma goes a long way unfortunately it really it does, does yeah. yeah and and I and I <laughs> In say some that situation all the people please use your powers for good and not evil yeah right? I want to say that here
0: agreed so, agreed
1: so during this time Holmes continues to ignore his first wife and their son but it wasn't until he received nearly twelve thousand five hundred dollars on a single life insurance scam that he decided to abandon them completely now It's very important for me to put this into perspective here. So $12,500 at that time would equal about $333,000 in today's market.
0: So, yeah, that's a lot of money. So that
1: is life-changing, see ya, sayonara, peace out. Yeah, deuces, deuces, deuces. So he, you know, he abandons him. He leaves him, he takes that money, and he's off. So, he ends up graduating from medical school and receives his M.D. in 1884. And this is when he officially adopts the new alias, Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. H. It's H. interesting
0: Holmes. that he picked Henry, I guess, like, that was his youngest brother. Yeah. And then Howard. I wonder where Howard. I don't know. Well, Howard. Wasn't that his middle name, right? was that his middle name? I'm. Yeah. You know, there's so many damn names I can't keep up.
1: No, his little name was Webster. Webster,
0: yeah. So, uh, uh-uh. uh,
1: I, I don't know where. Maybe the Howard was on the top ten. Top <laughs> ten. But <laughs> you know, he's, he, you again, we're kind of seeing this. He, he changes his name in order to not be detected. Mm-hmm. Um, to the victims that were exposed
0: to his the previous, previous crimes. Cri-
1: yeah. <laughs> and being a doctor for him was the perfect disguise. If this was, like listen to the cooks. I mean, it was primo. Well, yeah. I Gave mean, him access yeah. to the tools, the resources. Dead bodies. The dead bodies. Everything he needed to continue on with his obsession. Whatever he was obsessed with, whether it was killing somebody, whether it was scamming somebody, mm-hmm. you know, Ugh. he's he's continuing to manipulate, I'm sorry, to ma- mutilate cadavers, rob graves, and, you know, swindle these insurance companies. And he's also continuing to, to kill people and during this time he's moving he's moving very quickly around the northeastern united states right so he's in new york at that at a time and apparently he was the last person to see a little little boy so they question him we we don't know what happened to this little boy right Aww. but he was the last person to see a small child What's, a little boy so
0: outside of the person that he supposedly killed when he was 11 is this the little boy the first person he's killed or like he's well these are just a couple that i plucked out So oh, okay he's, he's going
1: around and to these nor- northeastern states mm-hmm. and he's continuing his scams he's not really getting caught he's able to use his charisma and charm yeah to to get to escape the situation but when there's a little bit of heat
0: -hmm. He just leaves.
1: Yeah, he yeah
0: packs up and
1: yeah, and so he's trying to, you know, he's trying to satiate that need. Yeah, right. Gotcha. And so the little boy North in uh, New York City, um, able to use use his charm to to get out of that situation. If there are any questions from the family or from Mm -hmm. the from the police department. Um, he also worked as a pharmacist in Philadelphia, and uh, a customer died after taking pills. Now, what I don't know here is if he intentionally gave the wrong pills. I, I think there, I think that was the case there. But right. It, you know, he was doing
0: oh, so things
1: like, like this. Like he was just a wicked,
0: creepy it, dude. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't sound like you know, and things don't seem to be uber and or uber violent. It's like. Hey, I'm just going to kill you by that's I don't know just, nicking your artery. That's what like, I was torn. Some bad meds.
1: Yeah, between this need yeah and this because he didn't he didn't so here's what I what I envisioned with the little boy in New York. uh uh-huh. He wanted to explore the anatomy. Yeah. You know, of that that is so he's going between the two. It's my own personal research. Mhm. And can I potentially gain money off of this person? Yeah. Is this worthy of an well, insurance scam?
0: Yeah, it seems like there's a element of control. You know, it, like he's playing God. Yeah. You know, in, in the worst way. Because, you know, I know, you know, there's there's doctors that have that, you know, quote-unquote God complex. Mm-hmm. But in, in this situation, it's like you've got the God complex or you are literally killing people or, you know, and allowing them to live. It's like... He knows, and he's, you know, yeah. the li- their life is literally, and I know this sounds redundant and stupid because I guess this is, you know, literally what doctors, you know, have that ability, but, man, he's killing them. He is playing God. Yeah, so if you if you take the torture aspect
1: out of this one, like when we look at the guy that took the pills and died, mm-hmm. right, in Philadelphia, what is in it for him? Just... The satisfaction of knowing that you caused this man's death. Right. There's no torture. I'm not I'm sure he trying gets off to explore the anatomy. Yeah. I don't need a little skeleton bones for anything, and I'm mm-hmm. not collecting money. Yeah. So he's he's
0: just a, a he's a piece of shit. He's a wicked <laughs> evil person. Yeah. he is a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know. And he's not wicked. Like he's wicked
1: he's wicked evil
0: yeah he's wicked wicked evil, wicked evil.
1: <laughs> so in 1985 around the mid I'm sorry 1885
0: I think I was I said gonna say 19, we did a yeah.
1: big time we jump, jump there the the <laughs> I did get to see the murder castle <laughs> I didn't, didn't
0: remember that.
1: No. <laughs> in the mid 1880s he moves to Chicago where he gets a job working at a pharmacy, of course, under the name of Doctor Henry H Holmes. Now, shortly after that, he marries his second wife. Still married to his first wife, that he's abandoned Clear. the first wife and the child and yep. the son. He's he's moved on, and now he's married to now he's he's got no remorse. Yeah, clearly for, for any of this stuff. Clearly, clearly. So the owner of the pharmacy, the pharmacy's name was E. S. Holton Drugs. The owner of that drugstore was Dr. ES Holton. And, you know, he was an old man and he was dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. So eventually Dr. Holton passes away. Now, the question there is, did Holmes assist yeah, did with, I, with Let with me help that? you me, along. <laughs> you right. know, he's hobbling along here. He's got one foot in the grave. <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me let me give you that nice. Give him a little bit of a push. Yeah. So, you know, you know, to me, and this is my perception here, right? To me, he sees another opportunity. Oh yeah.
0: He, oh, he Dollar sees signs. the day. Yeah. he's
1: <laughs> man, and he's, he's just, oh, he's trying to work whatever angle he can. Yeah. So Dr. Holton passes away. He sees another opportunity and now he leaves his second wife to take oh. over the responsibilities of the store. Now, I don't think I want to give him the benefit of saying leaves because he's abandoning these women. Right. You know, he's not, he's not, he's just completely abandoning them. Yeah.
0: He's like, you wake up one
1: day and he's gone. I can't, I can't imagine one, this whole scenario, but I can't imagine being married to somebody that I love Mm -hmm. that just disappears.
0: Yeah. I know. You'd think that these women would be like, what the hell? Yeah. No dear John letter, no dear Jane letter, well, whatever you want to call it. It's just... Think about it. deuces. Well, and think about what it. What the hell happened? T-
1: nobody's going to leave you nowadays. There's cameras everywhere. Like, oh, you're going to be I on could their social media. We could, we could probably find... Chrissy and I could get together and find somebody like eight minutes flat. Less than that, I'm sure. Dude,
0: I was going to say, <laughs> less than that. You should think... Like,
1: <laughs> when, when we... And, and individually, but even together, we could have somebody, Ooh. We, you know... We're we dangerous. Judge... Jury and executioner. Absolutely. And already handled. But, you know, he begins, Holmes begins to talk to the widow of the, you know, of the pharmacist mm-hmm. that just passed because he wants to purchase this drugstore. He wants to purchase the pharmacy. She is overburdened. She's in over her head. I would imagine at the time she probably wasn't too keen on how to operate that drugstore. You know, mm-hmm. she, she likely didn't know much about money in the books. And I'm not saying that because I know 100% for sure. I'm saying because of the times. It was also, I read on one, at one source that there was supposedly a local pawn store owner after the pharmacist passed away that was kind of swindling money Mm -hmm. from her under the guise that he was trying to help, but he was actually taking money from her. So, Eventually. So in swoops Holmes. Man, the day just got so much better. My luck is totally turning around now. (laughs) So eventually Holmes does convince her to let him buy the store and he agrees to let her live upstairs. Mm -hmm. Now I'm thinking at this point, there's no way Holmes actually paid for this. Mm -hmm. Right. But Come to find out, he does take a loan out against the store to pay for the business. Oh wow. And he eventually does change the name of the store. However, very soon after, Mrs. Holton goes missing. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. That adds up. And, and she was never heard from again. She was she was never seen or never heard from again. Holmes claimed that she went to California, I think, to visit family. Um but, like, everything else that Holmes said, it never could be verified.
0: Yeah, that, that checks out. Yeah, sounds about right. So, you
1: know, he's now the home, uh, the owner of this drugstore, I can imagine, in his mind. Here's where I imagine his mind at right now. And, of course, we didn't know a lot, I think, at the time about mental health and psychology mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It was still, I think, extremely new, maybe even...
0: Well, it's probably just not discussed. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, in my mind, I see him right here because if I'm Holmes, I'm thinking, okay, I did some dirty shit, right? I'm, gonna chill. Yeah. I'm just going to chill for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Gonna lay low. Work. We're going to lay low. And I'm, I'm going to run a legit angle, right? I'm going to business. Right? But I imagine him have, living at this level of drama or anxiety, which is just super super high. He can't fight that that urge Mm -hmm. he can't like he can't stop for me i'm always looking for a way out is really what i'm trying to say yeah so this would be my point where like you said I'm laying low Mm -hmm. uh, but no that doesn't happen for him oh so (laughs) he he purchases an empty lot across the street from this from this pharmacy Mm -hmm. and he is in the he is in the inglewood neighborhood of chicago So he begins to design and construct a three-story building slash hotel, which the neighborhood dubs the castle. Of course, this is over, you know, over the decades, you know, it's been called uh, murder castle. I saw booby trapped manor or the booby trapped murder castle. (laughs) So it over the decades and, you know, century, you know, it's, yeah. It's had many names.
0: Now this is, and I hope I mean, maybe you're gonna get to this, but this is like during the time of the World's Fair, right?
1: Yes, you are right on it. We are getting, we are getting to that. But yeah, it's, it kind of all comes together where mm-hmm. he's building this castle, and it's completed. Oh, look at that! There's so the many people visiting, <laughs> right, for the World's Fair, right? So he purchases this empty lot, like I said, in Inglewood. A neighborhood in Chicago. He's building this huge building. The first floor is is shops. Uh, The upper two levels are his offices, and there apparent there are over a hundred rooms that were living quarters. And on the outside, this building is said to look very normal. So plug whatever your normal idea is for a building right in there, because it didn't look creepy or scary on the inside. You know, it looked it looked like a regular. A regular building. But on the inside, it was it was definitely a different story. And according to reports, this castle had not every single room, right? But there were soundproof rooms. There were rooms that contained gas lines. So Holmes could gas his guests whenever he felt like it. Oh, so my God. I would imagine, right? I would imagine as – I would imagine Holmes probably – was very persuasive about who's going into what room. Sure. I imagine him having a type of person that, maybe not, maybe he You're going right? in the gas Guess up. what? You're getting the soundproof room. That is awful. You're going in the gas room. That's the, awful. You know, um, there were also secret passages in this building. There were peepholes. Um, it was said that the halls and the staircases were, um, could, could cause some disorientation because they just, wouldn't lead anywhere you mm-hmm. would which would kill me if i was walking right in so you just walk just, you just go to down a, the hall you just go to a stairwell and it would be a, a wall it, a stairway yeah. it would be a wall or uh yeah there would just it's like a house of mirrors it is gives me anxiety thinking about it yeah that's crazy um and then there are also rooms that were allegedly build uh, made with trap doors over chutes and these chutes would drop a victim into the building's basement nice and yeah so people people claim like a trash oh, shoot oh god I, the only thing that shoots and ladders just pops into my head for some reason. i don't know why because they're <laughs> not related game. i have no clue why that is in my head right now i got nothing um but people claimed that the basement and now these are not my words so i am definitely i definitely sweat the basement was a macabre facility and i have to say anything that has macabre in oh, yeah, love and it and you guys know why I plug so It had acid, quicklime. Of course, we know those are used to get, uh, to just dissolve a body, dissolve a body. Um, A crematorium. Holmes also had a lab down there with a dissecting table and a stretch rack. Oh, God. Yeah, I also want to point out here, uh, because it was mentioned in a couple of the sources that I looked at, that some of this was possibly embellished in a report that was out in the late 1890s mm-hmm. um so i think there's a combination of what we're what we just heard and what we're reading and what truly was there right so in some combination of these you know was was in that building mm-hmm.
0: that's just that's terrifying
1: i i okay in a soundproof room i don't know that i would know i was in a soundproof room right until somebody comes in and something happens
0: well yeah so that that's obvious um I, I feel like these people go in these rooms and they and they look unassuming right, right. and like, then
1: wow this is such a great room
0: yeah wow. and then you've got like what's this tube here you know and then all of a sudden you get like gas in your face and then you're dead and, yeah and or knocked so, out well it's so like you, I don't know what
1: and so those you may not have the time to really get freaked out yeah but this chute, oh, yeah, now the chute that drops you into a basement. I don't, God knows how many floors you're dropping. I'm assuming at least two.
0: Well, it was my understanding that they he like killed them oh, and would just toss them out and over. then toss them in the chute. And so it was like now he's got like this basement full of bodies and he could do whatever the hell he wanted to with them. And it was just, I mean, it's well, they're bombs there, away. There's
1: <laughs> one report of a That's very awful. disturbing. And I'm not going to talk about it. It's going to be in our second episode of, of one it. of the... Yeah, it's like, that one will have disclaimers okay. before. But Trigger warning. Yeah, and I'm trying not to get so far ahead because I'm like, that's so interesting. Yeah. It's so disgusting. Yeah. But everyone's I mean, going to love everyone's it. Everyone's going to love it. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so during its 1889 construction, Holmes would routinely... Hire and fire workers. Um, he would often fire workers, you know, on the spot, making a little bit of a spectacle. But he did this so no one would really have a clear idea that he was trying to design this "quote unquote" murder castle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I <laughs> I can't imagine being a construction worker, right? Yeah. At that time, trying to figure out what these what right, what are these what plans? do these do. <laughs> Like, if I'm looking – because do you know what, like, an, an engineer or an architect would do now? Like, I'm not building this as crap. I'm not doing this, right? Yeah. But when they start asking questions, it's like, you're out of here. Yeah. Next, yeah.
0: you know. I Don't ask me a question. Just put this gas pipe in here. <laughs> like,
1: to this room? You want this to go to the room? Yes. Shut up. You want the switch to be in your office? Yeah. <laughs> Just do what you're told. Here's your money.
0: It's – no, that is yeah. – I can't
1: – and a part of me, when I was reading this, I'm like, why doesn't somebody – say something so nowadays if somebody was mm-hmm. a part of something like this would we even would it even get out before i don't know yeah some no people, no some people are just like here's your money shut up go away
0: no <laughs> who knows i totally there was like a uh, some kind of news article and it was one of the, some story and i can't remember the series or the killer or whatever and it was he was designing um oh it was a you uh, am sorry what do you call them airbnb yeah and he was like oh my god i stay in those yeah, well, he was building a room, and um, he had hired a contractor, and his, like the contractor came with his son, whatever, and he was building um, a room in the basement, and it had hooks, like meat hooks on the wall. And so the guy was like, uh, because the kid gets in the car with his dad, and he's his, his kid's like, uh, we're not going to do that, right, dad? And he was like, no, and they go to the police, because okay. it's <laughs> like, what the hell? Who, because you're right, nowadays- Somebody would be tattling on your ass, I would hope, yeah. not, okay, well, here's $3,000 for this, you know, room with meat hooks in it. For meat locker. <laughs> Thanks for the if money. I know how many people have a meat locker in their room. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I feel like so people would not be able to get away with that.
1: If you are looking at Airbnbs. just Nowadays. Just just, just look, right? Yeah. But
0: thank yeah, God. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't go to an Airbnb <laughs> with meat hooks <laughs> in
1: it. <laughs> 10 out of 10 people say, do not stay at an Airbnb with meat with hooks. With meat hook. <laughs> okay, Dear so, God. so construction was complete around 1892 on the murder castle. And Holmes begins, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know why I chuckled, but it's kind of funny. It's not funny. Holmes begins <laughs> advertising the castle so he can, you know, he can lure guests in. And he does this in a, in a, in a few ways he places ads in the newspapers offering jobs for young women, right? Oh, that's awful. And then he places, he also places himself in the one ads posing as a wealthy man offering himself for marriage.
0: So, oh, I guess so he could get all these young women in. And so, I mean, think about it. It's the World's Fair. Mm -hmm. People are coming in and you know, droves. Droves, Yeah. And so you've got these young women it's right at the cusp of, you know, the The turn of the century. century, Right. And women are becoming a little bit more um, independent. And so they're everybody's wanting to go to Chicago and get maybe a a job and you're, holy cow. He is like racking up. What a, Oh my, this guy is a SOB piece of shit. Like he is a worthless, Gum bag. Mm-hmm. Now, oh,
1: while he's now he's also advertising the castle, right? He's oh. advertising to em- employ. Mm-hmm. He's advertising himself for marriage as a
0: wealthy man, right? With free mustache rides. Oh God, here. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he put a picture of himself in the paper. He it was like, I know he did. Free mustache <laughs> rides. He
1: probably has one of those fancy dapper Lukey. <laughs> I know, right? He's got this home with a, some wax. So he's also or... advertising the castle as a place of lodging for the World Fair that's coming up. So, when Holmes hears that the world's Fair was coming to Chicago, he, man, again, dollar signs. This is an opportunity Cha-ching. for him. To him, this is a way to swindle uh, people, investors, insurers, whoever he can out of money. He knew that there were going to be a ton, millions, right, Mm -hmm. of visitors, of people that are going to be searching for lodging, places to stay, close to the fair, and that, you know, many of them would be women. Mm -hmm. And he would be able to easily seduce them, either staying at the
0: hotel or once they got there after they were at the hotel. Yeah, biting my tongue. Go ahead, go ahead. No, cause okay. I was gonna say something. Oh. Just, I was gonna just repeat Is it gonna myself. Mustache, right? Yeah, I because again. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, God, I, like I want
1: Okay, all right, so, so I have, I'm gonna say this now. I don't think you've seen it, Chrissy, but I have a picture that we're gonna post. Um, oh, yeah, that's but, why I keep saying yeah. what I'm so, saying. So we're it's gonna glorious. put that on there. Yep, it's, it's great.
0: It's like a mullet, you can't stop staring at it. It's like glorious. <laughs> Fantastic. So, so you know, it's
1: many of these out of town visitors. You guys, wah wah, never seen, never seen again yeah, after being lured into the hotel. Whether they were employees, mm-hmm. whether they were guests, spouses of guests. You know,
0: <laughs> I mean, they probably went down the chute, got gassed, or they... you know, they got their ride and.
1: I Telling think it is safe to say yeah. that they at least all ended up in the basement at some point. Oh, after,
0: that's right? just so horrible. And this is men and women, right? Yeah. But probably mostly, mostly women. Mostly,
1: he was, he was, he liked to seduce women. Sure. But he also liked to rape and kill women.
0: That's, I mean, ugh, that is just so horrible. So, and then get this. This, to
1: me, if, now I am a bull, mm-hmm. a Taurus, right? Same. I, yeah. I do charge face first into red flags. So, as <laughs> why-
0: yeah, it's true, so, because that's he, he would have been taken away by his glorious look like, oh and gosh, his awesome gosh, top like hat, that, that hat and his money. But I mean, think about this, this guy's got a ton
1: of money. I would like to think at this point is when I would be like, OK, this is even too red right of a flag for a bull. Right. Yeah. So all of Holmes employees, his hotel guests. I don't know how you do this. Right. Mm-hmm. His fiance's wives of his guests. We're all required to have life insurance policies.
0: So I'm going to interview you as a. I don't know how you do that. Shit. I mean, I want to see the life insurance policy before I agree to anything. Well, and well, and Holmes
1: would pay for it. He would pay for the premiums. Okay. If he was listed as the beneficiary.
0: Oh my God.
1: I, so at this oh. point,
0: at this point, people. Oh, come on. I know. Well, I know, but you, think about it. You, you've got women who are wanting to get married. They're wanting because desperate, is, right? Maybe, they're, right? maybe
1: he's not marrying the, the prettiest people. Maybe he's just wearing wearing marrying the boring, rich girls that are saps because they've never been loved before. Maybe I. I, I, I
0: mean, <laughs> I I don't know, but I don't know. Maybe it's just the time frame too. Is that you know? Because you want to marry well, well, you know, you want right, your daughter yeah. to marry this you know nice looking rich you know he's a doctor
1: and at that time now women are yeah. much more independent but at that time
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know marrying your daughters off was like probably right. the number one thing
0: and that's what i'm thinking is like and maybe it's just like this guy is is making sure that you know everything is on the up and up you know, everything's taken care of if something haunt happens. Haunt I don't, you don't know my, what was pitched. I
1: would haunt my dad for the rest of his life. I know. I would just, I mean, oh. be. so, and you guessed it, you know, his fiancés would suddenly disappear, and no boys shit. would begin to disappear, guests would even begin to disappear.
0: And so nobody's catching on
1: yet? No. So that was my next thing like, where are the police? Like, what is happening right now? <laughs> Why? What the hell is going on? And so. If you think about the hustle and bustle of the world fair now just to give you a little bit of facts about the world fair that i didn't know right Mm -hmm. um chicago was given it was an honor to host the world fair it was considered a a cultural and social event and it celebrated the 400th anniversary of columbus's discovery of america so this was a big deal Mm -hmm. this was a a huge deal it was a universal and historical exposition it was 690 acres and I can't good grief
0: even that's a lot of really acreage.
1: Really don't know what that looks like in my mind. Mm-hmm. And it's big. Check this out. 27.3 million visitors. Holy cow. So the the size of this probably definitely inundated mm-hmm. their police.
0: Oh yeah, that's yeah, they probably didn't have enough people to man. No. I mean, there were
1: there were the people. people and cultures from 46 countries. It Ugh. ran for six months, and it, again, it attracted millions. Mm-hmm. And they, it's likely that they had a very unsophisticated, unsophisticated police procedures. And from what I'm gathering at that time, and not just in Chicago, but in other states as well, right. missing people were rarely investigated because there was it was too believable, right? Mm-hmm. Police really believed. Oh, my wife ran off with the cook or whatever. I don't know, right, and <laughs> she's in the basement somewhere buried sure. six feet under oh concrete. God, yeah, so oh, so, awful. yeah, not this it wasn't as difficult uh it wasn't as noticeable, I think at the very beginning
0: yeah when when women just are disappearing, yeah, yeah
1: and and who's granted there's probably people that are like, "Hey, I hadn't seen this chick around in a while We're mm-hmm. her." Oh, she went. She went to go see her.
0: She mom. went to the World's Fair she and then never saw her again. Maybe she got a job. Maybe, you, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's get it's easy to get lost in that amount of people in at that time yeah. during the World's Fair. I guess yeah. is yeah.
1: And again, right? If there were questions, Holmes could mm-hmm. smooth things over with you know friends, family, mm-hmm. neighbors because he was such a freaking charmer. And I. I read some of the excuses that he that he used, right? Mm-hmm. And so th- there were more, but some of the more often used mm-hmm. excuses that just – they wouldn't fly nowadays. I mean, there's no way something could happen, and the police officer would say – Oh, yeah, that Mike makes Yeah, okay, sure, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so my you know, my female assistant went out of town to visit relatives and ended up staying, and I never heard from her again. Okay, well, where are her relatives? I don't know, right? In the eight, right. late 1800s, that's that's plausible, right? That's well, plausible. yeah, and it was probably
0: hard to track down people just because there's no social and media. Who, there's Who knows where they yeah. came from? Yeah. Um,
1: Fiancés, because he was oftentimes engaged to someone, mm-hmm. right? So fiancés would elope with someone else. Yeah. Or he would administer, and this one kills me, he would administer a botched abortion to a girlfriend or a fiancé, and they would... they died died from that
0: oh that's awful now
1: we know that we know we don't know what the real stories are but we know whatever it is it's it's much more gruesome oh yeah i'm sure it is is,
0: they've been chopped up in little pieces and put in the basement
1: oh um oh that's awful they've been they're you know deboned deboned right like yeah yeah, envision, yeah like, no absolutely he's gonna do whatever he wants to do with them, mm-hmm. and he's going to and then there's also the incinerator
0: mm-hmm. oh yeah he's he's burning bodies so there's like oh my gosh there's just so much going on in this mansion that and it's funny that and he's the sole person making all that happen it's not like he's enlisted some folks to help him well that's the thing he doesn't have a partner in crime yet right right so
1: he's not this this is all him in, in this mansion he oh. doesn't have um a ride or die chick that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's
0: <laughs> that knows about. hey bitch
1: get your shovel
0: and start <laughs> right. digging
1: and so and so he truly is
0: mm-hmm. a
1: freaking mastermind
0: oh uh, he is despicable and he makes me want to vomit
1: it's it's so so i think i touched on this a little bit a, a few minutes ago but you know People are starting, people in the neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. People are starting to notice um, and reporting that there are women going into the castle, but they're not coming out. So there are things that are kind of starting to bubble up. But, again, there's a lot of gossip and hearsay Mm -hmm. at that time, too. And, you know, at that point, at this point, is a good time to stop this episode. this episode so there is um so much more but definitely need to break this into a twofer
0: yeah sounds like we need a, a twofer here yeah which sucks because i'm i'm like on my edge of my seat my hands are sweating and Good. i'm like so then you'll oh be back gosh. for the next episode uh, maybe
1: <laughs> we'll see
0: <laughs> yeah i'll be back i guess
1: maybe i'll give you a pen if you show up
0: oh gee thanks <laughs> Because I don't have enough pins myself.
1: I mean, there's like 35 pins on our. Desk I know. Right
0: I, I collect pins on a daily basis. We at,
1: We actually. Well, I let me speak for myself. I am a self-admitted pen thief.
0: Yep. Same. So
1: we will. I will go to a restaurant if I'm the pin that I'm writing with right now. That's how I obtained it. I don't. I don't steal pins and leave. I always trade them out. Pins. Yeah, I trade them out. Here's a shitty pin that <laughs> works. Like it's it's like that old <laughs> Honda with 250,000 miles on it. Man, that bitch is never gonna quit. But guess what? Guess what?
0: (laughs) We just admitted we're benthies. Oh my
1: god. That's okay. We've we've lost all of our listeners.
0: Sorry guys.
1: (laughs) So, you know, you guys, thank you so much for joining in again. Check us out on all of our social media platforms. You can send us an email from our website at statusmacab.com, or you can email us at
0: statusmacab at statusmacab.com. Yeah. Also check us out on Insta at statusmacab. And then we are on Facebook, Status Macaw. Yep. And then um, she just, oh, Twitter. Send Twitter, us a freaking yeah. tweet, man. Uh, Twit us, please. Twit us. So, <laughs> it's at Status Macaw. Yeah. And
1: so. then I want to talk a little bit more because. I know I haven't talked a lot about this, but our, we're, other than we're excited about it. So check out our website. You can see all of our episodes. We have a section for our current ep- episodes. We have a section for our upcoming episodes. And we also have a travel back in time with us. And check out all of our past episodes. And you can see all the pictures that we post there as well.
0: Um. Also, and I know we haven't mentioned this a lot, but we are, you know, starting this whole venture and hope to we're gonna have some merch up soon um we're also um probably looking into trading up our microphones because they are a little shitty (laughs) but um you can if you want to support us which we highly encourage you to do so um it helps us out each week um with our travels to um all our field trips um you can click the donate now um button and send us uh some bail money, some bail money uh, helps us out with our wine obsession, champagne. I don't know, but mostly traveling. Well, but yeah, of course we're mostly, not, <laughs> mostly traveling <laughs> mostly for tra- this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but yes, please check us out. Um, thank you so much for joining us, and um, we'll look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.